Recording. Fifth time. You... <laughs> Welcome to the Blue Screen of Death podcast, and this is the first impressions on Mass Effect 3. I am your host, Kikiri, joined today by co-host Ropester. Hey! And Draco. Hey! And we're not going to waste any time, and we're going to go right into the questions. What are our past experiences with the Mass Effect franchise? Draco? Uh, I've played Mass Effect 3 and Mass Effect 2. Uh, not 1, but I've played the uh, interactive backstory or whatever for Mass Effect 1. I can just imagine the internet's going, Boo! How could he not play the first game? Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> what about you, Ropester? Well, I'm a big Battlefield fan. I haven't played any any of this. Not a, not a single bit up until Mass Effect 3. How far are you into Mass Effect 3? Oh, three or four hours. Have you played a... any other RPGs? No, actually. Not not at all. The first one. It's my rpg I guess. <laughs> oh, how special. How about you, Kokiri? Um, I have played the first game. I didn't finish it, so I shouldn't probably bash on you too much. I played, like, good yeah, 20 hours into it, but then I sort of just went, ah, it's alright, and then started playing Fallout. Yeah. But I played the second one. I beat it twice, well, almost second time, and I've played the about five hours of number three. But I've been addicted to the multiplayer. It's quite weird. I know it's a single-player-centric game, but I just find it quite fun. But yeah, so I, I know all the stories, do a lot of reading online. Cool, cool. You got a great big handbook? <laughs> yes, yeah. I love strategy guides. They're like good reading material. Yeah, you have like a collection of Fallout ones, eh? Yeah. I think I have more posters than you still. I should send you a picture text, Nick. For the record, so everyone knows, Nick's collecting uh, maps of video games, the like posters you can put on your wall, except I'm owning them and I'm not even collecting them. What do you mean you're owning me? I have like five, man. How many do you have? Uh, I'd probably say seven or eight, so I'm still... Anyways. <laughs> okay, off topic. So, question number two? Question number two. How do we feel about the combat in this game? Is something ne- other than the story that you do the most, so that'd be a good question. How do you feel about the combat, Draco? Um, I there's there's I I really like it sometimes, and then other times I uh, I kind of wish it played more like a normal first person shooter. Uh, once in a while I get frustrated by that, but most of the time it it's really good, and I like how cinematic it is, which is kind of cool. Oh, in what ways do you want to be more like a first person shooter? Well, I, just sometimes it doesn't seem as uh, like you're not as as active in the character. Like like they really did worked on the whole athletics this time around. Like you can jump around a lot more, and like uh, compared to Mass Effect uh, Two, that is. Yeah. But uh, How does it's that still make you I don't feel? know. Just, it's probably because it's third person. It's third person. That that's that's part of it, I think. Yeah. It just makes you feel like you should be able to do more as an Uncharted yeah. fan. You probably you wish it played more like Uncharted. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's interesting you say that though, because they that's what they were going for with this game, eh? When oh, yeah. uh, Bioware was asked about how they were going to change it from two to three, they wanted to. They were saying they were looking at Uncharted and the way they did things. And the biggest way you see that is the moving backgrounds in the game. In number two, you notice how it's like you're fighting in like space warehouses all the time with you know nothing happening in the background and tons of boxes to hide behind. But in this yeah. game, everything's moving. You're in this alive environment, so it's definitely yeah. I really noticed that. that. Yeah, they took that right out of Uncharted, and it's one of the things I like the most about this game as an improvement. What about you, Ropester? How do you feel well, about the combat? 
I'm very used to the battlefield style of combat, like first person shooter. You can see your gun, you can see down your scope, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the only real experience I have, like watching people play with this kind of thing, is Deuce X, or one of my housemates last year played that game for hours and hours, and I I played a little bit, but not much. I I tell him where to go, and it was pretty fun. But it's a very interesting thing to get used to when you're used to looking down a barrel of a gun. Well, not figuratively, but... Yeah, yeah and now you have to see the whole character. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a little challenging to get used to, and I don't like the the space bar for everything. So I play on PC, and then it's space bar for everything. So you want to duck behind cover, it's space bar. If you want to crouch, it's space bar. If you want to sprint, it's space bar. That's want to pick stuff up, it's space bar. I'd much rather have like a control kind of thing. So you have control for crouch, shift for sprint, space bar for jump. Is there any uh, is there any like key key mapping in? Uh... Yeah, a way to change it. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into that yet. I was just trying to play it the stock way to get the feel for it, like the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Before I start messing with it. Yeah. For the record, audience, we've only been playing this for about three days now, so we're not uh, pros by any stretch of the imagination. We're still learning. It's only been out for three days, so. Yeah. And I have a girlfriend. She keeps me busy. This stupid flu. <laughs> I guess I should oh, probably. So, oh yeah, go ahead. So I have the the biggest problem with trying to maneuver like away from people. So, like it's kind of sticky the way you fit into like you have to take cover behind a box. So you look at the box and you have to press a certain button to like so you press W and then spacebar to get behind the box. Mm-hmm. And then to get back out from behind the box, you have to. Like press spacebar first and then try to move, or you have to look to where you want to go, or hold the arrow key to go where you want to go, and then press spacebar, and then you may or may not do what you want to do depending on where the arrow is pointing. And I wonder if that's a difference because on the console I find that I'm going into cover too much that I just like I get sucked into cover. I'll be running by a box and it'll like make me go into cover, and then when yeah, I don't yeah. want to go to cover, I'll move out of cover. So I wonder if that's a difference between the PC and playing on the PS3. I don't know. I've had. The opposite, where I can't get into cover when I want to, and I've died a couple times because of it. Huh. On PC, oh. when you're when you are uh, sprinting, is that holding space as well? <laughs> yes, it is. Hmm. Yeah, because it's the same button on 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 PS3, but I figured it might be different for PC. No, it's all the same. Huh. That's interesting you say that, because that's the way the other games were. It was always hard to get in the cover in number two and number one. Yeah, and this time you find it too easy. Yeah, I just find yeah you get sucked into it too often. Well, yeah, it's just if you're running, if you run like, if you're sprinting, and then you like, if you start sprinting too close to something that you get covered behind, you'll jump into cover instead of sprinting. Yeah. Oh, and so. most annoying thing, trying to revive someone who's right by cover in multiplayer. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I felt so bad that I've left a game because like, you know, I, I can obviously revive this guy, and it's like down, we're just us, and we lose the game because I couldn't revive the guy because I just kept going to the cover like an idiot. Yeah. Whose idea was it? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know why you can't have multiple buttons to do that. You, you think after how many years of making games for, you know, these systems, the PC, you know, the PS3, the 360, they would get the controls down, right? Well, the problem is that you still have games that are primarily aimed at a console audience or a PC audience. And I think Mass Effect is definitely aimed at a console audience. I can heartily agree with that. <laughs> but that's probably the reason why it plays on your PC, Aaron, since you still don't have, like, amazing game, g- gaming rig. Yeah, someday. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, I guess I have to answer this too. Um, I've liked the combat. It's plays a lot like Gears of War for anyone who's played Gears of War. Um, it's a lot like the second game, just with more bills and whistles. Like Nick said earlier, you can roll around places and whatnot. Um, I find the guns are more accurate this time around. Uh, you don't need to worry so much about your rate of fire as much as you did in the second one, where it's like fire a shot, wait for your bloom to go down, fire another shot. In this one, you can rapid fire most weapons. The weapons have different characteristics, but uh, it's a lot more fast paced. Um, I literally just maybe an hour ago, I was playing with uh, this sniper uh, assault rifle hybrid, which I do not know the name of, but it is a pretty badass weapon. Yeah, I think I know which one you mean. Uh, in one of the, uh, there's a, that, um, day one DLC pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, in that you get a Prothean weapon, it's like a beam weapon. Oh, you did? I got a two burst assault rifle. Really? Yeah, cause I got mine from Mebi Games. Yeah, I did too. It's weird. Yeah, that is weird. I got like a, an armor that gave me more like massive shields and health, and I got two bur- two bullet burst assault rifle. Oh no! Oh, that's not what I mean. There's a actual expansion already. Oh yes. And in that you get the uh, you get a, a particle rifle at the end, as well as a new teammate. But anyways, the yeah the particle rifle I've been using that a lot because it's like it's highly accurate, which is weird for a beam weapon. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I downloaded that and I didn't even realize I had that assault rifle. I got to try it out. Yeah, I got it's the actually... Battlefield Three expansion. Yeah, what was in that? <laughs> I don't even know. I just glanced at it. I wanted to get in multiplayer. I didn't really care about what was in it. I can I can look into that. Cool, yeah, cool. be interesting to know. Yeah, he had a Battlefield thing in his expansion, eh? Or... It's, all, oh, okay. it's all Origin, so. Yeah, well, I I like I have like three different unlocked things from playing various EA games, so. Yeah. <laughs> EA is really good about you know favoring yeah. people who've played their past games, especially when it comes like, to betas. Yeah. What do you mean about Anyways. the betas? I don't. Know. Oh, wait, speaking of betas, how did, uh, Aaron, did you play the beta? Not for this one, no. No. How did you feel about the beta, Draco? Um, it was awesome. I don't know. I, I played it a lot, but, yeah. The, uh, that first level of the single player is, like, really well done, so I really liked that. And, of course, getting to play the multiplayer before it came out was great. Um, I haven't really played too much multiplayer since it's been out because I've been doing the single player so much. Um, Fair enough. So yeah, I'm 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 interested to see what differences are between the beta multiplayer and the full release. Um, I've been playing a lot of the multiplayer, and so far it plays the exact same. Other than one thing, I noticed was playing as the infiltrator. You used to be able to cloak anywhere, and everyone would just not be able to see you. But now, if you cloak when they're seeing you, they know where you are, and they'll keep on shooting. So you gotta be in cover when you cloak. Remember how I was like winning games just because I could cloak all the time? They changed yeah. that. But other than that, the gameplay is the same. They added more enemies, added more maps. Now, when you when you cloak, um, can you still get like the goals while you're cloaked? Like, yeah, hack, you still hacking can. and whatnot. Infiltrators are still probably the best at getting a lot of those. Uh, yeah, mission objectives. Yeah, the one multiplayer match I did, everybody in the match was a sentinel. So I'm saying that that's pretty a highly appealing class for the player audience. <laughs> I haven't seen too many other ones, but I definitely think they're a great class because they survive so well. Yeah. Huh. All right, well, we'll go on to question number three. How do you guys feel about the presentation and graphics of this game? Draco? Um, as I said before, I really like how cinematic even the moving around is. 
um, in the in the first level when you're when you're um, trying to survive through the ruins of Earth, um, there's this one part where you're on like a balcony and uh, one of the big ships fires at the building and you like jump back and like that part was just really really cool. So I like how well they integrated the environment into into the actual gameplay. They have done a lot more of that. It yeah. sucks you in. What about you, Robster? What are we talking about again? Uh, the graphics and presentation. Graphics and presentation? Feel, yeah, how do you feel they did on this game? It's no Battlefield 3, but it's not It's not bad. I was quite impressed. Like, I'd never played the game before. I've seen pictures and posters and stuff from Mass Effect 2 and 1. But I was actually quite impressed. I'm playing on, like, medium graphics, so it's not not super high, not super low. And it's it actually runs really well. Like, it's... It's not the most beautiful of games that I've seen, but it has a good presentation and it's it's very workable. Have you had uh, frame rate issues or anything like that while playing nothing, on PC? Nothing at all. Yeah, because I know a lot of us PC or PS3 players are getting a lot of problems, especially during cutscenes with multiple uh, people in them. Really? Yeah, uh, I've been having them o- quite a lot, and it's a problem on IGN's uh, boards hmm. I've been talking about. I haven't noticed it. Lucky. Uh, next question, I guess? Hey, I got oh, no, no, a you, question. You, yeah. yeah, sorry. You're asking a question, so I just feel like, yeah, who cares? <laughs> it's true. My opinion is really sad. You know, everyone could just laugh. But, um, okay. yeah, the graphics have been good. I mean, it's. I feel like they uh, paid a lot more attention to detail. Like, the textures are a lot higher res than they were in number two. And there's a lot more moving parts in this game, like the boy running around in the first cinematic, his hoodie was actually moving. So, that was definitely new. People's hair aren't, like, glued in place. There's flow in some of the characters, which is cool. So I feel like it's sucking me into it. Now, Aaron, we were talking earlier, like, have you feel, like, one of the things about Mass Effect that I've always enjoyed is getting to know the characters, and I feel like I can just get sucked into the environment just because they're so believable. Have either of you felt like the characters have been uh, realistic, like that there's been good writing, good voice acting, and just the way they've done the game? Who's up first? Uh, Me? Yeah, sure, go. (laughs) So for, for not playing at all before, I find some of the characters, like, you would have met them a long time ago. I find some of them a little hard to believe at the start. But as you get to know them, like, as you go along, then it it makes more sense. So, the first new recruit, uh, what's his name? The really tough guy with the the wife beaters? Yeah. Shoot, I do not know his name, but I can Uh, find him. James, James. Yes. Yeah, James. James. When, When I first met him, like... Have you guys met him before in previous games? Yes? No? No, no he's, he's, he's a new, new character. He's totally new. He's one of the only new characters, yeah. Yeah, I had a really hard time believing him at the very beginning. Like, he didn't seem like a good guy or what. He seemed like a mixture between three or four different character types. And it didn't really fit for me. And I, I was a little concerned about, like, what he was doing. Like, so you just don't, don't know who he is, where he's from, what he's doing. And then he's acting a little interesting, and you're not quite sure if it's actually his character if he's trying to pull something off and then as you get along you start to know him and he's like he's a decent guy it appears he's just trying to fill some sort of like character defect he's got before 
So you get to know his weaknesses and his strengths, and then you start to realize why he is the way he is. So in that way, like, he started from being a very unbelievable character to being, like, actually quite a decent character. Like, he he has good development. I've gotten to know him, like, and he, he makes sense with who he is. Yeah, I find that, you know, you can see the character. They can look realistic. They can talk, have great voice actors. But it's that backstory, you know, getting to know them that really does make him believable. Yeah, in the first good. game, uh, they had uh, two aliens, uh, Gar- Garrus and uh, Tally, and they were no one really like I didn't like them at first because they were aliens, right? But later on, uh, Bioware found that people wanted to romance those characters, and later in the second game, they became romanceable because people, uh, you know, wanted to because they became realistic for them once they learned their stories, even though they didn't look human. Yeah. Whereas they assumed in the first game that people would only go for the human-looking characters and. The blue. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh. What were we? Oh yeah, yeah. The different characters. Um. I, it's interesting that you were saying that about the James character because I've hardly even tried to get to know him because of the fact that I know all the other characters so well. You don't yeah. find him so, hot like Aaron. Can we get confirmation on this? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I I really like uh, Garrus. I think he's one of my favorite characters. So I always bring him along, and then and then somebody with a bit more powers. So I end up not bringing James at all. So I have an, a completely different experience from you. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got no one with like back. Like I've got no characters that I'm bringing in the game as we go along. So everyone's starting out brand new. So he's actually the one that I've. Yeah. Sort of hung to the most. He makes the most sense in my mind in the game. Cool, that's cool. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to release a uh, backstory or anything like that for Mass Effect Three. How so? Oh, like the comic book thing they did for two? Yeah, I, I know that they don't have to be now because PS3 has uh, two and three. Yeah, but. I would just find it interesting. It sort of sucks for uh, PC owners and 360 owners because they have to replay the first game. And don't get me wrong, the first game was great, but the gameplay does hold it back a bit, eh? And yeah. it, it does take 40 hours to make the six changing decisions you can make, you know? Like, it's quite the yeah. commitment if you want to change it. That's one thing we're actually hoping to do on this podcast later on for everyone is uh, being able to talk about what all your choices will end up being in this game. So that- And how they influence the ending. Yeah, so you can find out those things without having to trudge through that first game or even the second game if you're a PS3 player. But yeah, I found the characters, they're a lot, I find their movements a lot better too. Like, at first, I, I don't like how Android players are. Like, if you guys have played the Fallout series or even Oblivion, not Skyrim, they change it a bit, but when characters just do not move or have any expression, I find it really hard to, you know, even listen to what they're saying just because it just seems so blah. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm really impressed with with the Mass Effect series is the ability to design a character and him still be voiced and everything, which only a couple of games have done in, like, allowing you to customize your appearance and yet not run into issues with the character speaking and stuff like that. Yeah, they must have really worked on that because you can change up the character customizations a lot better in this game than it ever has been. Yeah, do you guys use like a standard uh, Shepard appearance or do you change I it? I do. I did. Yeah? And you, John? Standard. Uh, I play with a guy with brown hair and brown eyes like me. 
<laughs> Have you tried redesigning yourself in Mass Effect? <laughs> well, I, I, I like role-playing my games, you know? I like re- shutting off all the lights and just getting lost in the world, so it helps when the character looks like me. Why not? <laughs> cool. Well, I think it's time for question number four. And we're going to talk about the new addition to the Mass Effect franchise, the multiplayer. How do you guys feel about the multiplayer in this game, Ropester? I played a couple games. At the start, I wasn't even sure where the enemies would come from or what you had to do, so I'm basically running around shooting whatever I could find, and then I ended up dying. And yeah, what do you know? We died at the seventh seventh round, and there were no teammates available to come revive me, so I had to sit out and watch someone else. Like I watched someone else play. It was pretty decent. I realized what you had to do and where you had to go and where these guys were coming from, but then we didn't make it. And you're trying to hack a computer. You have to stand in the one area and you have to stay in the blue area until it's done. And those guys just keep swarming you, and you don't have a chance. Yeah, those objective rounds are killer. Yeah. So we got to the next round. It was just taking out people, and it was pretty good. But I was the only person on the thing for some reason. Like everyone else bailed out, and I was the one person left. I took out everyone for the first round, no problem. And the second round, I ended up stuck in the middle of like this little courtyard thing. I thought I had cover on one side, but they came from both ends, so I was caught between two packs of advancing enemies, and I was just toast. So the third one that I did, I went on, actually beat the entire thing, got extracted and all that. It was actually pretty fun. Like, you have to go around, you have to protect, like, you have to kill people in the first couple rounds, you have to go and get rid of some computer terminals or something or other. And have to go kill some more guys and then do some more computer whatevers and hack some computer somewhere by standing in the blue circle again. And actually did pretty well. Only died once in the whole thing, but I got revived right away, so it was good. Yeah, I like the way there's unlimited revives, and you know it really makes you play as a team because if you stick together, you can get those revives off. Because the difficulty I does not. I was really not... worried about. Um... Go ahead. What were you worried about? Yeah, sorry, sorry, cut out there for a second. Sorry. Anyways, um, I I was really worried with uh how what like that they're only doing team based multiplayer because not many games do it well. Um, but then of course the squad like the way that it set, they set up their matches works so well that that it, it was fine. Like I don't at all mind the multiplayer. I yeah. thought I would, but I don't. don't. I feel like they learned some lessons from, like, the Horde mode and, like, Gears of War and whatnot. You know, all the survival modes and many first-person shooters. And, you know, they really built a really refined one here. Now, do you guys have any criticisms about the multiplayer? Things that you wish were changed? Or is it too early to tell? Well, it's, I found it really hard to kill the, the great big guys. So there's a bunch of guys with shields and a bunch of guys, like, great big mechanical units that walk around and shoot rockets at you. Like as a as a level two player, you don't have anything to come like to combat that. I've got a sniper and a handgun, and that's it. No grenades, no rocket launchers, or at least not that I could find. And then you're kind of stuck depending on your teammates to do that. If you know what I mean. What uh what class do you play as, Roopster? I'm the. Let's check here. Infiltrator. Oh yeah. Wait, yeah, Nick, I got, I gotta confess, I've been playing as a Sentinel more than an Infiltrator lately. No, I'm the Sentinel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been messing around with a lot though, still haven't decided. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I really... Uh, I think Nick just cut out again. 
Bummer. Yeah. Well, the one criticism I have about the multiplayer is the way that uh, it doesn't scale. Like, when you do go in a game with just two people, you're still facing enemies for the amount of four. So it's a bit yeah. ridiculous like that. I can fully agree with that, because I did the one the one player game, and I was play, like, playing against enemies from everywhere, and there's no one to revive you. You still sit there, and you bleed out when you're dead. Like, it doesn't just end the game. It's like you're... You're toast. Yeah, and if someone leaves during a game, you're pretty much screwed. Yeah. You can't make it to the end anyways. What happens when a host leaves the multiplayer game on the PC? Because I know on the PS3, when a host leaves, you have to restart your whole round, and it can be quite annoying. I had it between rounds, so I don't know what happens during a round. Ah. So everyone was in until the end of the first round, and then then it was just me by myself against a whole bunch of computers. And that was fun at the start, but then I... Yeah, got up against a huge army, and yeah, if you're double teamed between boxes, like there's no no place to hide. I was stuck underneath a level between two sets of boxes, and they were coming from both sides, so you can't hide behind any boxes. All you can do is run out and try to punch them. <laughs> uh, Always the, the goes pun- well. Yeah, the punching mechanic's been amazing, though. How do you guys like the heavy attacks with the Omni Blade? Well, it's the only time that it's ever worth meleeing, unless you're just finishing off a guy. Yeah. Like, like I never just hit mash the melee button. I always just hold it, unless I've already shot this guy half to death and then just run up and tap him, you know? Yeah. Kind of like in Halo, where you, you shoot the guy for a while and you, you punch him? Yeah. But you can't punch him first, do you? unless you do a heavy punch, which they don't have in Halo. Well, it's quicker to kill than reloading, so yeah, it's yeah. really good for taking out enemies quick. And because it's an RPG, you can level up how much damage your melee does. Like the Krogans, they're pretty much a race that if you level them right, you can just melee, you know, your entire way through the bronze level matches. Yeah. I like how there's there's the perks that allow you to increase your melee damage after meleeing. <laughs> so like you can just you can just keep, you know, maxing it. <laughs> keep wailing on them? Yeah. Sounds like fun. I still haven't gotten into all that stuff. I don't know how the mechanics of that work. I'll have to figure oh, it yeah. out. So, now, in the single player, do you use uh, your squad mates' like, abilities and powers and stuff a lot? Or? Me, personally, I I tried. I was trying to figure out how to actually do it, but I've been having some serious problems. Like, I haven't played these kind of games before at all. So, like, the shift navigation where you have the screen pop, everything freezes, and you got to pick which person does what and what your weapon is. I had the hardest time finding my first weapons, like the ones that I wanted, just because it's very different from anything that you've seen in any other game. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I, like in Mass Effect Two, I rarely used any of my power, like my but my teammates' powers. I would just use mine. Yeah. Um, and now in Mass Effect Three, now that I'm starting to get used to it and all that, I'm using my, like I'm trying to play it on the harder difficulty. So you really have to use your teammates' abilities all the time. Are you playing but on I guess Sandy? No, not yet. I figured I'd I just do my first playthrough on uh on uh whatever the what's that called? The this the second highest mode like you have normal, then you have Harder Hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Hardcore and then insanity. So the middle one. Yeah, because those abilities really help because with the biotics and stuff there's combos. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Well I've forgotten the, the stacked achievement or whatever where you do like hit the mix abilities in order to kill enemies. They really do a lot of damage. I think it's in the second one that mechanic was there too, but it's definitely a lot better now. Yeah. 
And having the strategy guide, I have a nice little chart about which ones work with what. So it's been quite useful. Wow. <laughs> you and your strategy guides. They're good reading. They're good reading. What can I say? So overall, do you guys think that multiplayer is a good addition to this series? Or do you think yeah. that they should have just spent more time flushing out single player? No, I really like... I, I think they put enough work into single player, and I, I enjoy having a multiplayer component that I can play once I'm once I'm... Once I've had my fill of the single player, you know? And I guess, Ropester, you wouldn't have much of an opinion because you haven't played the other ones, but do you, yeah. do you think that's a worthwhile experience multiplayer or that, you know, that you would have preferred just a bit better of a single player? Um, I'm actually not sure. I, yeah, I have no real opinion on it because I have no idea. Fair enough. So, ask you after you've played more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I've been addicted to the multiplayer, more so than the single player right now. Not that I don't like the story or anything, like, that's what Mass Effect is, but it's just, it's very different from someone who's played the crap out of COD, and I've gotten sick of it now. It's just, it's something fresh, it's something new. Battlefield. People actually work on a team. It's crazy. Battlefield. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a big Battlefield fan. Yeah, he yeah, can't we, play we, it on his PC. Yes, please, we, we did get that. We did hear that you were a Battlefield fan. <laughs> Only a yeah. few times, though. I think they need to hear it more. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, Ropester's a Battlefield fan? <laughs> yes. Just maybe. So. Well, we haven't confirmed this, guys. Don't don't jump the rope <laughs> here. All right, well... Jump the rope? <laughs> I don't even know if that's a saying. I'm really sick, okay? Jump that's my excuse that a... for anything crazy I say or any mistakes. Well, it works because your name's the Ropester, so... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> subconscious at work subconscious at work alright what do we got next questions well have you guys been feel- experiencing any bugs Ropester no none none that I can think of Stupid other than <laughs> not being able to duck behind cover when I want to there's only certain boxes you can hide behind and I couldn't figure out which ones that was huh. I guess it's ones that are perpendicular to your path so the ones that go across <laughs> your path instead of going along your path or unless you go around a corner or something. I couldn't find a way to crouch beside boxes that are, like, along where you're trying to go. So if people are shooting at you from down the hallway, you can't crouch down beside the boxes. And you don't like people shooting at you? What? <laughs> well, it's actually know, not I, bad sometimes. On PS3, the, the, you just click the toggle stick, and it will rotate your 90 degrees to the next area thing of cover. Is there a button for that on? Is there a button for that on PC? I don't know. There's a V button to look at your next objective, but I don't think that does the same thing. No. No. <laughs> but Something uh, you else. Could, you could probably check, because that might help, you know. Yeah. If you can't get onto cover, then just get cover something right next to it, and then try swapping to it. Okay. It's not bad. I mean, that, that that's not... That's just a, a fix for <laughs> yeah. a problem that you're having. I wouldn't want to have to play the whole game like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And as we play more, hopefully we'll be able to say more to the audience about, you know, how to improve their play experience. Figure yeah. out some of those unsaid things. Uh, alright. In terms of bugs for me, um, I've had a couple where, where you're walking just on a flat ground, then Shepard all of a sudden is quite a bit higher than this flat ground, and then back down again, as if there was a, a slope in the middle or something like that. Which is kind of weird, but, hasn't uh you know i've had I haven't had to reload anything yet for that do you find uh, it distracting though does it wreck your play experience does it take yeah you out it of only the moment? Hap- yeah it only happens once in a while so so when it does happen i'm kind of like oh come on get back you know 
to the gameplay. <laughs> so, yeah. But then my the only game-breaking bug that I've had so far was um, the holding area on the Citadel, where all the refugees are. Yeah. Um, I couldn't load it from... Any of other any of the other citadel areas, I could only load it from the Normandy when you're first docking. Like you know how the operator asks, "Would you like a cab anywhere?" I could only get to it by taking a cab there. So I don't know if other players have had that problem, but uh, yeah, I looked it up online. There was a couple th- forum threads about it somewhere. So don't know what that's all about. Hopefully, we'll get a patch to fix that. That'd probably yeah. be something they get aware of pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I've had two bugs in. They're both the same, and my system totally freezes up on me. I have one of the new uh, 260 gig PS3s, and it free- froze on me during multiplayer, and it froze on me during the story. So both uh, total system crash, and it takes like 10 minutes to get back up. And I just found that quite annoying, and it's only playing Mass Effect 3. Never had that happen on another game. Weird. Crazy. Get yeah. a PC. <laughs> <laughs> that is the plan. That is the plan. I can well, fully support you in that. <laughs> you better get one too, though, because I don't want to be uh, playing Battlefield alone there. Yeah. So how you guys have fun with your PCs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's just the consoles are getting old, and the new ones don't seem like they're coming anytime soon. Yeah. But E3, uh, the uh, next Xbox is going to be announced, so that'll be interesting. Apparently, cool. it doesn't have a disk drive, eh? That was just huh? released today. Yeah, rumor it won't have a disk drive. So everything you just download everything? Well, either that or they'll go to some like SD memory chips, right? Oh but yeah, it won't have a disk drive. So they're you probably can't play gonna... old games. No, obviously not. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. buy it. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things. The main thing I'm looking for for the next generation of PS3 is uh, backwards compatibility because I think that'd be great. Because yeah, PS3 I, itself doesn't really have that, I don't think. Um, Some of the models did. The uh, old 80 gigs did. And there was supposed to be an update release that would allow you, but I, ne- I never looked into that. Hmm. And I have, I have a library of like 50 PS3 games now, so that's definitely something I'm looking forward to in the PS4 too. Like, I mean, if they don't have that. Yeah. Quite PC. a lot less. And... Think about all the downloadable games that we download. Are those going to be transferable? Because, I mean, you don't want to be buying the same games every time a new console comes out, eh? I think those will, because it'll still use PlayStation Store. They'll just update it. And when you go into PlayStation Store on a different PS3, you can still download all of your downloads without paying for them again. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so I imagine they'll just load the PlayStation Store into whatever comes next the same way. For sure. Well... How about we end this with the final question? How much do you like this game? You know, overall, has your experience been positive? Are you guys going to finish this game to the end? What's it like? Yeah, I'll definitely finish it. You know, when I have time. I'm playing it as much as I can, so... <laughs> How many hours have you put in? Um, I think I'm at 15 to 20, somewhere in there. But I've been doing, like, a lot of side quests, so I haven't made it very far in the main story yet. Uh, but that's that's the way I play Mass Effect as well, you know. Catch everything, do every side quest. Apparently, some are time sensitive, so it's a good way, good thing you're playing that way. Yeah. What about you, Ropester? Well, so far, it's a good game, but it's not my favorite game yet. I haven't gotten to that point yet where I can 
Like, I'd still rather play Battlefield than Mass Effect. And I don't know what that is about it. It's just the little things that just turn you off from the game. So I can't click to, like, I can't get behind cover. I can't ever figure out how to work the weapons menus. I can't figure out how to change the controls for this or that or... Another thing, I can't figure out how to navigate the galaxy and scan stuff and send down whatever devices to pick up whatever salvage stuff I can find. Mm. So it's just playing around with this kind of stuff. As soon as I get the, the hang of it, it'll be a lot better, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what's sounding like. Like, you've just got to get used to all these controls and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's just... a learning curve for people who've never played the game before. Yeah. But it seems like I the th- kind of game that I could get used to. Do you think you'll I ever think... go back and play the second one? Maybe. If if this one turns out really good, I probably will. Yeah, I think one of the things as well is, uh, especially because you haven't played the other ones, is once you start getting a little bit further in the story, that you're actually seeing the story come together. You'll, I think that'll that'll make you like it a lot more as well because it is primarily a story game, and so if you don't have the story, then then yeah, you're going to be feeling like you're missing something. So yeah, because the other, you know, combat's probably only about forty percent of the game, whereas the story is the main focus. Yeah. Well, shall we wrap this up then? Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> oh, and just as side notes and let everyone know how Mass Effect's doing, it's actually sold in its first few days. Where is it? Where is it? It's sold a certain amount. It's doing I, really I heard, well. I heard 3.5 million copies. Yes, they have sold 890,000 units. Oh. I saw a number that was higher than that. That was in the first 24 hours. That was in the first 24 hours, yes. So they had a pretty decent release. I think that's more than Battlefield 3. No, yeah, they'll definitely get... close. What? They'll get some Game of the Year awards, though, for sure. You said 890,000 is greater than Battlefield 3? For the first 24 <laughs> hours, I think so. <laughs> Battlefield 3 didn't have the best uh, launch, I heard. Oh, I better check They had first. huge... Like yeah. sales. That's probably it's true. Like two million sales in like pre-orders. Oh, that's right. And then COD had something like ten. I don't know. Yeah. So Battlefield's at like nine million sales, and COD had at least sixteen, if not more. That's true. So first-person shooters are definitely the more popular genre. But for all the RP action RPG lovers out there, this is their game. And I don't think it's disappointed. IGN gave them a 9.5 uh, review. Yeah. They didn't do it perfect because of a lot of the bugs and glitches that they say takes you out of the experience, but they say otherwise they would have gave it a perfect score. Yeah, I can fully see that. But, yeah, I wonder if it's still going to take more time before, you know, they get the action parts in these action RPGs to the level that Battlefield 3 is, you know? Where they actually get the action to the quality that the general population wants. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see what happens next in terms of the Mass Effect franchise because of the fact that they said that it's going to be a trilogy. Um, at least Shepard's story will. Yeah, so they I'm say it's definitely see, ending. Yeah. So I'm interested to see if they, if they make any more games with, you know, a different angle sort of thing. Or, yeah. Yeah, they talked about how they made this rich and deep uh, universe, and that would be, you know, a shame to just throw it away. So there probably will be more Mass Effect games in one form or another in the future. 
Yeah. But I'm definitely glad they didn't say that they would continue on Shepard's story because I'm really ready for an end, you know? Three games to save yeah. files is enough. Yeah, I'm interested. I, I, what I would like to see for another Mass Effect game is the single player story <laughs> allow you to choose your race as well. Yeah, it's, hard, it's harder to do story that way, but... Well, they didn't. The same company did it with uh, Dragon Age Origins, right? Yeah. So, it's not something they haven't done, so it's definitely possible they could do in the Mass Effect franchise. Yeah. And I think by this point in the series that people are really uh, getting their favorite races and loving the play as them. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well... This is all Spanish to me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll educate you. Um, yeah. yeah. So, for details on this podcast... Uh, Draco, could you say what or uh, how they could get a hold of us? Um, in terms of getting, like comments and stuff like that, you can email whatever to uh, um, bluescreenofdeath at gmail.com. No spaces. Bluescreenofdeathpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, I got it wrong. <laughs> All one word, no uh, yeah. dots, as uh, Draco wanted. <laughs> yeah, and we should probably set up uh, yeah some sort of Facebook page or something maybe. But that'll we'll announce that next week probably. Yeah, this is our first time doing a podcast. We plan on hopefully doing this weekly or bi-weekly, whatever works with our schedules. And We can do different people as well, bring in other guests, have a few less. Who knows? Be more structured and add tons more content. Yeah, so final little point here. We've got an article from 11 hours ago. It says that 3.5 million units have shipped. From the GM warehouses, or from the the Bioware and EA warehouses, that kind of stuff. Blah. <laughs> so 3.5 million units Sales. have been shipped to stores already. So as of 11 hours ago, RPGs are definitely becoming a bigger thing. Like uh, Skyrim, obviously, is you know it's one of those games that sort of changed culture. And I think Mass Effect 3 is really capitalizing on that fact that. There's more than first-person shooters out there for people who are playing games. Yeah, I think I think all genres are actually increasing in sales. Yeah, well, it's because older cause games. the gaming gen the gaming generations are are yeah. growing up, so it, they're bringing it with them. It's like it's almost cool the game, like it's the average. Like, <laughs> you can see it in a lot of movies, like they're bringing comic books out to the movie theater. Like it's it's almost cool the game. That's great, man. It's almost cool the game. We live in a day. We're in a golden age of gaming where it's a cool thing. <laughs> well, Ropester, would you like to uh, sign us out? Well, from yeah, all I'm... of us here at Channel Four News, I'm Ron Burgundy, and you stay classy, San Diego.